0: Welcome to the Banter Blender, a podcast just about random stuff that gets thrown into a blender and pureed into a fine mix of banter. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to works. see where this was going. I, was, I, wanted, I really wanted to tease it out because, you know, no one likes a banter metaphor more than... My dear, wonderful friend, Miss Lisa Timmons. Welcome
1: back. Thank you, Ben. Ben, I, I've i been off the Banter Blender circuit yes. <laughs> yes. For, for a while now. I can't even remember the last time I did a podcast with you. I know.
0: Well, you know, I took, uh, I kind of took a year off of the Banter Blender mm-hmm. Fair um, enough. Uh, because I just, honestly, I was just doing just like... So much blending. The, in, I was doing so much blending the machine wore out. Um, no, but I was doing a lot of Watcher crappens, mm-hmm. and you know, I would just get to the end of a Watcher crappens week and just not have the energy to do an episode of Banter Blender, find yeah. a guest, all that stuff. But I felt like 2017, after like the tumultuousness of 2016, yeah. I felt like I wanted to get to bantering again. Dust I'll do off it. the
1: old blender. Dust off the old Clean blender. Clean off the blades.
0: Exactly and um and so, so puree
1: it's the, some thoughts the thoughts are
0: pureed <laughs> it started off as just like a general mix but i was like i'm gonna raise it to a puree Could and uh, yeah. make it silky smooth yeah um so uh, uh i am found on social media at b blog that's instagram and that's twitter etc um and where can you be found miss lisa I'm, timmons
1: i'm at timmons lisa i don't do a lot. That's okay. I'm just, but uh, but uh, anything I do is pretty, is is pretty like angry political right now. <laughs>
0: okay. I think that speaks to a lot of people. It,
1: I think it might. <laughs> yeah. In fact,
0: the last episode uh, started off as sort of a general banter, and we were drinking wine, and by like. Halfway through, it just turned into like political rantings and ravings. Because
1: Jessica is a writer.
0: Exactly. Is she's,
1: she uh, freelance or is she full time with a specific? Publication? She's freelancing.
0: She's okay. freelancing. Um, but you know that's sort of the way it's going with everyone these days. Yes. Most conversations are just teetering into political rantings. Um, because also when this last episode we did this last episode it was when president obama was still in office um, and so much has changed so much
1: has real remember the do you remember the time
0: <laughs> when president obama turned into sand oh
1: god <laughs> and now he's on a beach
0: he's on a beach
1: but <laughs> you know what i will say there's one tiny little piece of happiness that i get from seeing him on vacation i know <laughs> and like the picture of him with michelle with their feet on the beach you're just like these these two have, you know what, they did the good work.
0: They did. They're
1: exhausted. They des-
0: they deserve it. And I, I'm almost I'm also happy that they really didn't have to get into the mix too much during the election. I mean, because it was just, I think for everyone who was involved in that election, and of course they were involved, but yeah. at least there's one less thing that they, was really, really, really on their plate. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, just before this podcast started, you were saying how this election kind of woke you up it got you
1: it it did i mean there were it's really funny my mom and i particularly have been very uh we've been learning a lot together at the same time about politics i think you know what's so funny is i think if you're not a straight white male Mm -hmm. you you feel a little more pressure to know what you're talking about when you assert an opinion yeah and I think what's happened to me is I've, I've learned that I need to adopt that style of confidence mm-hmm. and speak my opinion and worry less about
0: accuracy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: I will say I have the means to. I, I you know I say that and I, I have been reading a lot more. I've been doing a lot more research. I like any time I now I I didn't realize how easy it was to check out a library book on my kindle app on my ipad it's super easy it's free it's so easy to the point that i was angry when i downloaded (laughs) my first book that i hadn't been doing it for years (laughs) i was like i'm an idiot but i think that i took a lot of things for granted under the obama administration and also you know what i mean i say the obama administration but really there are big issues in this country that have been, you know, specifically racial inequality mm-hmm. and, and social injustice that have not directly affected me. Yeah. And I suspected were an issue and I was sympathetic to that, but I didn't do anything. And now I'm very upset that I didn't do anything and... I'm determined to consistently show up when I need to.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of people are, are feeling that way. Um, you know, a lot of people are feeling like they need to somehow be more active in in whatever capacity that they can be. You know, yeah, because um, even if
1: Hillary Clinton had gotten elected, we still have the issue of mass incarceration. We still have a voting system that is rigged to suppress the mm-hmm. vote of Black people, people right. of color people who have been incarcerated who tend to be belonging to those two groups. Yes. So it really I think I just didn't have a full understanding. I remember the first time that the election was stolen uh <laughs> in my lifetime. Yeah. And I remember being frustrated but not understanding. Right. And then now that same frustration and anger and then just realizing that oh this yeah this is the system is so broken. Yeah. So broken to the point that, like, I don't even understand fully how broken it is. But as I'm starting to understand a bit more, I'm, you know what? Those tea party people didn't bother themselves with uh, knowing everything before they got out and right. got angry. So I'm trying to use that anger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, at
0: the same time, it's sort of like, it's, it's kind of like a cynical view that it's like, it's more important to be loud and angry than it is to be informed these days, you know? But that's also a reality. Um,
1: but but I feel like being loud and angry and informed is also is the best is the best,
0: best trio is the best trio. I always say it's like you it's the it's my favorite trio. Of it is all. the
1: name of my dream R and group:
0: <laughs> loud,
1: <laughs> angry, and informed. L.A.I. <laughs>
0: Straight Lay. out of ATL.
1: Those smooth harmonies. <laughs> Straight out of
0: the Kindle library. Um, yeah, I mean I, I I I agree, and it's definitely. I would say that it's definitely forced me to be more informed. And, you know, especially like with, with the madness on Facebook, Facebook is, it feels like there's so much noise. And I'm always like, it's just preaching to the choir a lot of times because, you know, bubble, 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 which is something that we talked about. Mm-hmm. That's, by the way, the first single from uh, Bubble, bubble,
1: <laughs> bubble from uh, Loud, um, Angry, and informed. <laughs> and informed.
0: Bubble, 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 Bubble. But I mean, I do think one thing. Boy, I boy, I'm a pop you're bubble, bubble, bubble. <laughs> don't blow your bubble <laughs> at me. <laughs> um, I, I will say that one of the fringe benefits of all the madness on social media is that I feel like it has actually forced me to become more informed about topics. Because if I'm gonna, yes. if I'm gonna be like, that's bullshit. I want to make sure I'm equipped with, like, proper facts yeah. and, and proper arguments. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's actually the arguments that I find as most helpful because, you know, I can't remember facts very well. I'm, yes. I am just... These days, I, I just these can barely days. remember anything. But I feel like I can remember arguments more. Yeah. And I think it's really important to be equipped with, you know, an argument for when someone says something ludicrous, you can say, actually, here are the reasons why that's wrong. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, you know what? And, like, let's just launch into it. You guys... Yeah. Part of the reason that I'm here is there is an election in California yes. on March 7th. It is not too late to register to vote. If you right. haven't already, please go and do that. You can. I think it's not too late to register to absentee vote if you yeah. want to absentee vote. And um, these are issues. First of all, there's a mayoral. Um, there's a... From how I understand it, there's a mayoral prim- primary taking place. In, L- in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. And so what that means is that if there... Eric Garcetti is up again for re-election, yeah. so I believe that if he does not get the majority of the primary, then he will have to campaign. Okay. I believe that's how I understand it. Mm-hmm. And so... I. It is very possible that he will just get reelected because barely anybody votes for right. the mayor. Like I think it was thirteen yeah. well, percent at the last mayoral election. And, and just to tie in, knows who vote.
0: and just to tie in that like what's the reason why we're talking about this is because through this the madness of this election, we've realized the importance of these local, these small election moments. Are actually important because they build to something much larger when the big elections come around. Well, not only
1: do they build to something much larger, but I don't know how uh, um, other states, this is, I've only ever, I think I've only ever, I voted once in Georgia when I was in high school Yeah, because I've been voting since I was 18. Yes. (laughs) And I know that we get to, we get a lot of, as Californians, we vote on a lot of measures.
0: Yes. That lots, specifically like lots we directly
1: affect legislation in that way. I right. don't know that other I don't know exactly how it works in other states, but I know right. that California does.
0: And there's a lot of white noise that comes along with that with because there's just like a million measures, but there's a there's one measure in particular. Well, that... I want
1: to I want to get back to the mayoral. Okay. Just yes. to say that, you know, his, Los Angeles was actually had like a very poor turnout for this past election. Mhm. Um and particularly for this last mayoral, I think it's because we know the state goes blue. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, we have recently been right. a despite, very blue state.
0: Right, despite conservative, a lot of conservative areas in California.
1: Yeah, but the majority of right. the It'll state
0: goes blue.
1: goes very blue. Yeah. Um, and so I think people got a false sense of security, or you feel like your vote doesn't matter, but there were still a lot of measures on the ballot. Mm-hmm. And so... Eric Garcetti, to me, the mayor. we are, he only recently actually verbalized calling LA a sanctuary city. And mm-hmm. because we do have such a large immigrant population, I think it's very important to put the pressure on our mayor to mm-hmm. represent us as a city in terms of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, fighting for immigrants and making sure that he, there's, I just worry that if he runs unopposed, that there's certain issues he feel he won't have to
0: address. Or he'll just... Become a little, uh, become a little lackadaisical on certain things, perhaps. or just, just go the
1: way that he thinks that he people he needs to know how his constituents feel about particular issues.
0: Right, right. And I just want to point out that one of the motivating reasons why you're on here today, uh, and this pertains to these local elections, is that about a week or, a week or two ago, you went and you made like a a, a progressive, a, a progressive, voter, progressive guide. voter guide. Which I did. Was, so Lisa went and you looked at, that you looked at everything that was going to be on the ballot. Yeah. And because you were wondering, because I think you first, you, you, you reached out to your friends on Facebook and yes. said, uh, I was Does wondering if know? anybody
1: know of a progressive yeah, like voter s- guide. a
0: guide, a guide for how to vote on these local elections. And you found that there was none. So you went and sat down, and you made one yourself to share around, which I think is actually really excellent.
1: Thank you. Because
0: that's the sort of, like, it's just it's something small like that, of just sitting down and doing that, that then that's a tool that I could use now when I decide how I want to vote, um, assuming that, you know, yeah. like, that we are... Our that we Align, align politically. politically,
1: right? <laughs> well, one thing I tried to do was, I, like I said, you know, being, I feel like a lot of us... I feel like a lot of people like me. Right. I feel like I'm a reasonably intelligent person, but you know, politics seems so overwhelming. So much bureaucracy. Right. It's very confusing. Who benefits from this measure? Where's the money coming from? Who's putting yeah. up the ads? Who, you know, something may seem like it's benevolent and helping people who are in need, but then you realize that there's you know all these different motivating factors taking place behind the scenes, and the big measure that is very confusing that caused me the most confusion was Measure S. Right. So there are a lot of, and I'm very nervous because they there's a lot of billboards around mm-hmm. town that are supporting Measure S. And so I, what I'm going to do is the Banter Blender page, we can post the Progressive Voter Guide for yes. anybody who wants to see it and yes. look into detail. But it's interesting. I did my research. Um, Eric Garcetti is opposed to Measure S. A lot of elected officials right. in Los Angeles are opposed and, to Measure
0: S. And just to be clear, what Measure S is for people who don't live in Los Angeles, who but Measure S is something that probably a lot of communities face, which is that um, there's a group that sponsored this measure or put it on a ballot, whatever, um, and they're basically saying that they want a, a two-year moratorium on uh, basically any major developments in the city. Uh, I think is, 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 Hous- major,
1: Housing developments. Housing
0: developments. And is it all, all of them or, or just ones that require an exception to the... General plan, the general zoning plan of the city.
1: Uh, It's very confusing. It says here that what Mary Eric Garcetti, the LA Times has uh, Eric Garcetti saying that the passage of Measure uh, measure S will uh, the part of the part of the issue is that many of the housing developers who are looking to cut costs mm-hmm. will um, will try to build on land that's not zoned for homes. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, a way to provide affordable housing right. for the homeless. And we just passed a measure, HHH,
0: right. this
1: this last election. And we wouldn't be able to use the money, the funds for that to build for two years. Yeah. And uh, basically... That's money
0: if- to help the homeless population, which is growing out of control in Los Angeles right now.
1: Yes. So the long and the short of it is that uh, you know, you if you want to learn more about Measure S, you can click on my voter guide. I also right. have links mm-hmm. to, to to explain Measure right. S. But basically, my in addition to all that research, that's on the voter guide. When it comes to th- common sense things that I'm starting to learn, mm-hmm. if a if someone is supporting a measure and has the funds to put that much money into billboards. Yeah. There's obviously a lot of money behind this. Right. Which makes me suspicious mm-hmm. that this is probably a large corporation that has right. an interest. And so this large corporation that is support it's a housing developer right. that supports measure S. Is connected to some sort of AIDS. So
0: here's so here's the story. So I've actually been following this Measure S business for I think it's been about a, a year and change because I read uh, Curbed LA, which is gotcha. a blog, and because I I am uh, I always like basically to basically
1: vote what's... no, vote no. <laughs> vote Before no. we keep going, if you're still listening, vote yes. no on Measure <laughs> yes. S. Yes,
0: Vote no if you're. But so so I am very interested in in. The city in terms of how it grows and new buildings and new developments etc i've just always been interested in that sort of stuff and one thing that this city faces a lot of and a lot of cities a lot of communities across the country across the world is nimbyism which is not in my backyard Um, people who don't want you know new developments big buildings etc etc and they usually say something like it's going to cause traffic it's going to cause crime it's going to uh ruin the, the the character of our of our city. And there has been a very aggressive um, NIMBY group called, I believe, the La Mirada Home Association, something like that. And they have been stalling all sorts of projects. The most famous one... So he, in Los Angeles, there's a Target that's on Sunset yeah. Boulevard in Western. This thing was... They started to go up, I don't know, maybe four years ago, four or five years ago, in an area that, you know, is like... I don't know, how do you describe Sunset and Western? It's just, it's an area that probably could use a target, you know?
1: It's, um, I mean, I would say that it's right in between, um, it's it's on the verge of gentrification.
0: Yeah, uh, but it's, you know, the target would bring jobs, but it's also, it means the people in that area have access to a target, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and so this build, this target building was about, I think it was... Like ten feet over the limit, or something like that. It was just it exceeded the limit of what it was of what it was zoned for. The developer pushed it. Now, to be fair, a lot of developers are really shady, and they're going to push the limits. Yes. Um, but what this group has done has said that it's it's this group has basically stopped the, the construction of this target, and uh, you know all because it's it's too tall, it's blocking views, et cetera. It, it went beyond. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, you know. The residents want this target. Everyone in the area wants this. What's the
1: group's motivation for stopping it? How do they benefit?
0: So um, uh, I I forget what the specific thing was, but there's there there was a lot of there's basically a lot of talk that essentially it's like people who live in the hills that don't want their views ruined.
1: Yes, exactly, and that is exactly and that's what what comes
0: down to. And so this, so coming back to what this because it ruins
1: because it's their property values. So essentially, they are playing on. they, they, they don't actually have a, uh, vested
0: interest. a vested
1: interest in the humanity of the people who actually live there. It's because it'll ruin their property values because of the views that they're going to be unable to have when exactly. really, unfortunately, as ugly as a building like that might look, we Need housing.
0: We need housing, and also, to be honest, you know, one of the biggest critiques of Los Angeles is, oh, it's this city without character. You just have to drive everywhere. You know, everyone has to drive. A lot of these buildings, especially in Hollywood, which is really burgeoning, a lot of these buildings, because they're mixed use, have uh, uh, street level uh, businesses.
1: Yeah. You know, restaurants
0: are, or shops or whatever that actually yeah. makes it more pedestrian friendly. And it, and it gives it a quality of a city. And that's something that I really like. I think yeah. it's really exciting that Los Angeles is heading in that direction, especially because a lot of this stuff is being built around the red line the, our metro. Yeah. And that's really important, too, Which for density. Which is opening density. up as well. Exactly. The purple it's, it's, line
1: is going to be extending. It, it motivates C20. people
0: to use the subway, all, all this stuff. So anyway, that's... When this stuff started to happen a year and a half ago, two years ago, I started watching and it, it got me so mad. It it's got so me true. so mad because it's very basically sneak- people just didn't want their well, view ruined. And
1: it's sneaky because they are able to use the subterfuge of, oh, we're protecting the local residents. Yes. But when in reality, it's, it's them wanting to protect their views and just using the marketing ploy of yeah. preying on people who actually would like to vote. In a way that benefits those most vulnerable in our city. And because we have the, we are the homeless capital of the United States and yeah. we have to do something. Exactly. we need to build some kind of housing
0: with affordable yeah. affordable like a lot of these places have restrictions that you have to have a certain amount that's affordable housing, et cetera. But we need just housing in general. Yeah, and in general,
1: exactly. There's there's a lot right. of huge influx in the city. And
0: and this and when you talk about the AIDS healthcare, how this got mixed into it, the reason why this really makes my, my, my blood boil. It's very sneaky super sneaky aids healthcare they have an office in a tall office building in hollywood one of the tallest ones and basically they got involved in this because these there is a proposed a proposal to build these two towers in the hollywood palladium parking lots and it's essentially going to block their view and so aids healthcare they're spending their money behind this measure s Mm -hmm. there and they are behind um they're, they're putting their money into this advertising and they put this it like, makes
1: people think that you're you' that it's a good charitable organization right. and that they have a charitable you know intent
0: and they have this tenuous uh, link to AIDS saying it's gonna put people out on the streets or something like that and I can increase AIDS it was just it bothers me so much that here is a nonprofit that ostensibly like that's doing great work. For a totally different cause, I'm like you're you're spending your money on this Measure S when that's money that could be put into AIDS research. Yes. Because you don't want your viewer. It it makes me so livid.
1: Well, the other thing about Measure S to me, not even knowing that background information, I I there's a link to an article that really explains the really sneaky shady connections in the way that you did. on the guide. And probably more but, informed
0: than what I said, by the but way. But still,
1: you you had it's really along those lines. And so, the other thing is just on my gut, seeing all the billboards, I was like, "Oh, there's big money behind this." That yeah. was a huge red flag. The other red flag that came up for me was there was recently an article uh, or I saw a Facebook yes. ad, Eric Garcetti supporting mm-hmm. measure S, and he did not. And he, didn't. he he talked to the LA Times and said that it was taken out of context. He publicly does not support. And so already
0: they're that's shady. shady. That's so shady. that's so
1: misleading mm-hmm. that I do not whatever at this point, even if I didn't know all the background information, that is such that's such as sh- shady dealing that I do not trust their motivations. Absolutely, to I
0: agree hundred percent. And then they and on top of that, you touched on this before. The fact that their slogan is save our neighborhoods, which is a clever slogan because who that's wouldn't,
1: wouldn't want to save your neighborhood? Yes. Right? And well, it's so funny because a friend of mine who she Also, is someone who is very informed, Mm -hmm. Ali Monroe. She's the person who pointed me to the article that explained the crazy connection behind the scenes. She said a red flag is whenever they use that phrase "save our neighborhoods" because Mm -hmm. it does play on fear. On fear, and anytime that's playing on fear, generally, if you lurk behind the scenes, has it worked out insidious? (laughs) Exactly. So, vote no on Measure S. And I just
0: want to say one more thing. One of my least Favorite, um, ex- not excuses, whatever, uh, points that would support NIMBYism. When people say the traffic, that drives me so mad because we're already congested. It can't get worse. Well, also, yeah. <laughs> it can't get then worse. You, then if you are so, opposed to s-
1: traffic, then you, you then you must support the extension of public transportation, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and one of those articles that you mentioned made the point that, you know, uh, Michael Weinstein, who runs AIDS Healthcare, uh, who's very vocal about this issue, you're in, your office is in a high-rise in Hollywood, so you obviously are implicitly supporting
1: exactly. the, the structure.
0: So it can't, it can't bother you that much if you're having your exactly. office in one of these high-rises that allegedly is ruining the character of Hollywood. Well,
1: it's, it's so funny because it's literally the inverse of the way uh, the Trump campaign used race-baiting to trick... Poor white people into voting for him mm-hmm. by thinking that he was, you know, that it was, that he was going to support their interests and their ang- when really he, it was just a nice, key, you know, code word to get these knuckleheads to vote for him.
0: Yeah. So. So he's he,
1: the, the, in this case they're bleeding heart baiting
0: because <laughs> <laughs> they know bait. that we really
1: do, you know, we love our saving things. We love saving things, and you know this, you assholes. Yeah. And
0: so, so yeah, Measure S yeah. like. I, no one
1: I, measure S. Any research that you do, if you look at the voter guide, it's yeah. it's a really, uh, you know, what like you said, you've been following it for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, everyone who I've talked to who can logically explain it to me. And then these 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 campaign practices of lying and spending all this money on billboards yeah. already, that's just such a huge red flag to and, me. And
0: by the way, just on a larger note, I think uh, before we go on to the other measures and stuff, I get one thing is like not only do you, should you vote no on Measure S, ideally. I mean, you don't have to do everything we say, although we like it. We love it. But at the very least, you go to go and vote on March 7th. You know? At the very least, do that. Show up yeah. mm-hmm. and vote. Because otherwise, what's going to happen is essentially all the old people are going to vote on yeah, this. Yeah, because they ain't
1: because, got nothing else to do. And we
0: should mention one other thing. This Measure S was originally on the November ballot. And uh, they moved it to the March ballot because they knew fewer people would turn vote. out, and yeah. they knew the people most likely to turn out would be old people because old people love, love to show they up. They love to sit for, on a
1: jury and vote <laughs> on things. They love to vote.
0: They love going to community planning things, whatever. Yeah. They just love it, we gotta learn and have and yeah, they're they're they know things, but but they knew that they would have better odds, so they, they moved it to 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 March, which sort of implies that they that that this was not going to be a successful bill, uh, and that bothers me too, and I kind of feel like. Saying, at the very least, turn out to vote just to say, like, "Fuck you." You thought I wasn't going to show up, but here I am.
1: Yeah, I think so. Here it's, I am. You know what? It's if <laughs> like you Kate if Lynch. you're looking if you're looking to get active, and this is a really simple, easy thing you can do. You can do it by absentee. There is a uh, misconception that absentee votes do not get counted. Mm-hmm. That's not accurate. Absentee okay. votes do get counted, but just in a lot of cases, what happens is. They, realize, they do the math and realize that the absentee, if someone has won over a certain amount, they realize that even if they count the absentee votes, they will mm. have won already. Right. That's where that misconception of things. So even if you want to just vote absentee, you yeah. don't even have to leave. You can just mail it. You yeah. still get the sticker.
0: Mm. Do that. And I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, it's about the sticker.
1: It's about that sticker and so, posting on social media and letting people know that like you did something.
0: I know. I still have my sticker stuck to my desk over there. Reminding me, I don't know if you can see it from this angle, I but it's a but very powerful it. sticker position um, and it makes me feel proud. So tell me about the other measures because right now my brain is all Measure S. But yes. I know there are other measures and you've done the research and it would be unfair if you do the research and not have a good platform oh, to thank put you. it out there. Thank you.
1: Thank you. In conjunction with – so the, vote, the the money going towards housing – came from measure HHH on the right. last ballot. Which has
0: nothing to do with the wrestler Triple H. I just want to point out.
1: Thank you for doing that. Yes, OK. So prior to that, that went, that was yes. So that a lot of money got approved for housing. Now there is a measure H that is on the ballot now that is unrelated to housing.
0: Just classic, simple, single H.
1: Single H. So what this money uh, goes toward is services for the homeless this includes um, mental health care medical care alcohol rehab support for battered women job training legal aid financial education right. and so it's you know if you are familiar with the maslow's hierarchy of needs it's, i'm not oh well the Maslow's hierarchy of needs it's a uh it's a psychological uh thought process that says that humans have like Basic needs at the bottom of mm-hmm. this pyramid that need to be met, and housing is one of them. Uh, I
0: would, yeah, that's you a good know, one. being alive, healthcare. Need. Where it's
1: like you know, so <laughs> as you go up the the, hi- the the hierarchy of needs, at the very tip top, for example, would be like ice cream. Ice cream, exactly. <laughs> ice cream is the point <laughs> so at the very top. So you know, in order to help the homeless situation you know people are uh, people require housing to be warm right. and then the next step you know is health care so things to keep people alive and then from there you know you go up job training so people right. literally can't address any of these issues until the housing is addressed right. and so my- and i just
0: and i'm sorry to interrupt yet again but i just want to add that if you believe that this is stuff that the federal government should not be doing that the state should be doing well congratulations this is your chance to get the state to do it
1: yes exactly so that's was where I was going. Next. Oh well, look at that! Look at that! I'm <laughs> I, sorry
0: to to step on your, your... <laughs> Well, don't worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, Your I cervic g- point.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. That's actually the point I was getting to next. Is critics have been arguing the, of the of Measure H, uh, arguing that um, the issue is not funding; it's the way that funds are being distributed. However, I. Seeing how much funding is being cut federally without it's basically like saying uh, repeal Obama, repeal the the Affordable Health Care Act, aka Obamacare, because there's people who think those are two different things. We, I don't feel like we're in such a crisis now with our homeless that it makes more sense to get the money first. Mm -hmm. And my argument against that is that there's going to be a five member citizen oversight advisory board that's going to be in charge of making sure how this money gets distributed. Let's vote yes, it's only a quarter of a penny
0: mm-hmm.
1: for sales tax, right. and it's going to raise our sales tax to be a flat 9% in Los Angeles. And and, and,
0: um, uh,
1: <laughs> and so, uh, yes. I, I'm
0: chomping at the bit. I know you are. Know.
1: And so, basically, let's get the money and then make it our civic duty to make sure that it's spent correctly, because so much, yeah, so much mm-hmm. is being cut right now that... If there's an advisory board, let's find their names. I will find their names. Yes. I will post them once they have been appointed. If this passes, and then we got to show up to meetings and make sure that stuff gets done the way it's supposed to be done.
0: Absolutely. And you know what? Um, Did I uh, address
1: anything that you were going to spit out?
0: No, no. You you addressed great things. Uh, I just the reason I, I got like triggered because uh, <laughs> Lisa triggered me um, because when you said it's only going to cost like a quarter of a quarter percent or a .02, whatever a lot of the opponents of, of, of a lot of measures on these things are in, on, on bigger levels they will strike the fear of God in you by saying it's going to raise taxes it's going to raise taxes and a lot of times it's an increase of like one cent because you know it's one cent to us but you know you multiply it over it's
1: not even a cent it's a quarter of quarter a quarter of a cent
0: you multiply that over millions of people you get some real income but you're not paying $35 extra per day. It's sales
1: tax. It's not income tax. Sales tax is a little bit more voluntary than income tax. And also, if you're coming from a strictly pragmatic point of view economically, how much are homeless people costing us? If you're going to be just like black and white and heartless about it, it's probably less money to start putting some money towards helping. These are citizens of our city. These are not like wild bands of wolves these are yeah. people who live in the city who need yeah. our help
0: mm-hmm. and
1: economically it behooves us to help them out you can get spend, them off the streets you
0: could you could you could give the guy on your corner a dollar every day so he can get like a burger or you can spend a quarter of a cent so that way he can get his life back together
1: yeah exactly so we could do both you could do both. You could do
0: both. Look it's at true. that. A dollar. Absolutely true. One one point oh oh two five whatever percent. The, yeah. Never mind. I can't do math right now. That's all right. Um. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Next measure. That's
1: measure H. The next. Uh, so I went in order of how it appeared on my sample ballot. Other people's mm-hmm. ballots will look different. Yeah. If you are in Los Angeles, we have Eric Garcetti running. Uh, the biggest com uh, uh, opponent that I think he's going to face is Mitchell Schwartz. Okay. Mitchell worked on the Obama campaign. Okay. He is a political strategist uh, and he has been doing this for, I think this is the first time he's run for mayor. I think this is the first time he's run for office ever, but he, you know, he has a, a very good political pedigree, but my issue that I found with him that I also found with Garcetti is there's an issue of increased crime in Los Angeles mm-hmm. that, pe- that both he and Garcetti are trying to address by saying that we need to hire more police. I'm opposed to that because mm-hmm. I believe that we need to start focusing. We need to, I'm very, I don't believe that more police is the answer. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a very simplified right. view, you get... especially given what's going on with my, our awareness now of the Black Lives Matter movement. It's mm-hmm. not how many police we have. It's how we're policing people. Right. And I would, there is a, someone who is on the ballot who is an activist. His mm-hmm. name is France Pierre. He also mm-hmm. has like a very intricate description of how he plans to deal with the drought and, and a
0: great, a, a great name too. Yeah,
1: a great name. And so my big reason that I'm voting for him is he is literally the only candidate I found who remotely addresses the issue of police brutality. Mm-hmm. And the LAPD does not have a good record of this. So I would like to see. I mean, I know that it's not a huge. Yeah. It's probably not likely that he's going to be right. running against Garcetti, but I would like to make my vote known that I this is an issue that's very important to me. And
0: to get back to what you were saying before, why not hold Eric Garcetti's feet to the fire a little bit on the topic?
1: That, that's, and that's the other thing that we have to do as citizens is, he's prob- let's be real, he's probably going to get voted. He's probably, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to make the primary, if he's going to have to run against Mitchell Schwartz, but the likelihood is that Eric Garcetti will be our mayor, I'm relatively happy with him. He's been a little too moderate with how he dealt with Trump, but I get it. He's sort of a tentative. He's he, he's not like he's no he's no Jerry Brown, <laughs> right? But he's no Maxine Waters. <laughs> <laughs> but I but I will say that this is this is the time where yeah, voting is important, but it's even more important to show up to meetings to make it clear yeah. that as citizens. I don't want my money. You're my boss I am your boss. I don't right. want my money to just hire more police. I, I really feel like we need to start right. we need to start dealing with the, the flaws in the justice right. system.
0: So if police brutality is an issue that is very strong and important to you, and I think it probably is to, to a lot of people, then France Franz Pierre.
1: France Pierre, he's the only activist on the ticket who addresses this issue, and I would like to give him a run for his give Garcetti a run for his money.
0: Okay. So yeah, what yeah. what other exciting uh, things are on the progressive voters guide?
1: Dude, there's a city attorney and controller who are both running unopposed. So literally, I don't even. It's so funny. Like I don't know if it matters if you vote or not, but like, they're unopposed. Okay. <laughs> there's. They're oh,
0: uncontrolled.
1: They're uncontrolled. Uh, the next measures are two. These two are. Um, a little confusing as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm looking through my sam- my official sample ballot Look at your right sample here. Ballot. Your papers rustling. It's me.
1: It's it's been giving you the old Russell. The old Russell. Um, these two are both in regards to marijuana licensing and city regulations. I'll oh, well, we like that. So the um, measure M, as in Mary. Yeah. Vote yes. Okay. The reason why the the LA Times uh, had a great article. They endorse. Measure M and they had a really good article I have a link to it in the guide that explains why they mm-hmm. support it uh, it's it's basically in regards to uh, who can um, who is able to sell marijuana right. so this is a bit more uh, Measure M is they're, they say in the Times that the best part of Measure M is it gives city leaders the flexibility to tweak, repeal, or add new regulations as needed rather than having to go back to the voters. And it's it's less restrictive in terms of who can sell. Mm-hmm. And they're going to uh, put the power in the hands of the city to regulate rather than, um, you know,
0: state. State. I like that. I like that. I think for things like that, I, I like when cities are are making those choices because every city and every region has a different character uh, and, you know, what What might fly in one part of the state yeah. will not, like, work in another part, which is fine. I mean, I think everyone is is allowed to have the different local standards or whatever. Yeah. I remember there was an issue um, – this is seems a little sound tangential, but it, it sort of comes back to the same thing – in, in Boys Town, he, in, in West Hollywood here, mm-hmm. there was an issue with one of the bars. Uh, someone called to complain that the go-go dancers were being too scandalous.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and they, like, literally the bar got shut down for like a month or something crazy like that because someone made a complaint. And on top of that, there were rumors that the complaint came from a rival bar who just wanted to shut down the other one. But yeah. the, the fact was, I think it was like the, I don't know if it was the the Bureau of Alcohol all Beverages and all that stuff uh, yeah. came in and, and did it. but. But it was they were able to regulate based off of standards on a on a state level, and the truth is in West Hollywood,
1: it's very specific. Yeah,
0: to see someone grope a go-go dancer is not only not uncommon, but it's celebrated. It really. Is. <laughs> and but, but and the like, people but,
1: and the people of the city should be any time at this at this stage in the game, with what's going on nationally, any time that we have the opportunity to reclaim governance over our smaller, you know community. communities, our municipalities, right. that is a win for us. Yeah. That is the only way to fight right what's happening.
0: And also a win for us is anytime we have a chance to grow up a go-go dancer. Anytime you have a
1: chance to grow up a go-go, dan- go-go dancer, just Not. do it. But again it's it is a
0: situation similar to, to yeah. get back to this Measure M where, you know, the community standard there is is way different than what is being mandated by the law. And it's it's unfortunate if if the go-go dancers are fine with it. If the patrons are fine with it, if everyone is fine with it, you know why should some? Why should some uh, bureau uh, from that doesn't understand our local practices? Yeah, and local culture.
1: Well, th- th- and so that leads me directly into Measure N, as in Nancy. Mm-hmm. This, the supporters of N don't even support it anymore. Yeah. It actually was too late to take it off the ballot. And what N did was it gave a monopoly to Mm. the marijuana industry which is the last thing we want because we want to keep we want to keep a lot of you want to you know what you guys buy from smaller dispensaries like my cousin yes oh your cousin
0: my cousin is lives up in uh Ukiah and this is this is his job He, he grows and distributes um and that is a small save my cousin <laughs> yes small
1: businesses it's very important Support you know my cousin. exactly the last thing we want is like a big pharma situation yes the city can regulate yes the city can get money off a of sales tax which is mm-hmm. um which is what happens if you vote yes for a measure right. m is in mary but we also want to encourage small businesses i mean that's super important so yeah, yeah. no i mean like i said the people who even started and
0: yeah so I think of when are. you when you see n we just remember no
1: and for no. And for no. M for maybe my, yes. <laughs> M
0: for my, my goodness, what a wonderful my, idea. Yes.
1: <laughs> I agree. Uh, there's a really funny measure on here that was like super confusing because it's so mundane. Okay, I it's love a mundane measure. Measure P, as in Peter. Uh, I'm voting yes. This measure is hilarious. Read it. Would you like to read it? Sure. You could probably read it in its entirety. It's so short. Okay,
0: it is. It is a short measure. I'm gonna steal your P. Chocolate. Maximum term of harbor department leases. Charter amendment P. Shall the city charter be amended to increase the maximum um, uh, term for franchises, concessions, permits, licenses, and leases that may be entered into by the harbor department? From the current maximum of 50 years to a new maximum of 66 years, to be consistent with recent changes to state law.
1: See, this is why people don't want to do a uh, vote <laughs> because shit like that. You read it and it sounds super confusing, but I read it a few times and I was like, "Oh,
0: Can the this is Department... a
1: city that they, they already voted yes for state law. So if you don't vote yes, that means there's there's certain leases that'll be approved by the city." But won't the 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 uh, the deadline for when the lease runs out won't match with the one from the state? So you'll have leases that are out of whack. This is about tidying
0: up the leases.
1: Literally, it's just about making sure that city law matches up with state law. Yeah, which is hilarious because I wonder what would happen. Like, Someone- then it's a weird loophole where somebody's like lease would. Be legal by the city, but by the city, si- but or le- illegal they, by the city, but by the state, they'd be allowed to stay there. So it's like, what do they do? <laughs>
0: there's someone who, if this fails, the, his brain is just going to explode. explode. He's like, <laughs> um, and then we have Measure S I C. see. Oh yeah, which is no. Oh, which we talked about. Yes. Oh, how convenient. We talked about that one. Mm-hmm. And then there's some school measures.
1: I don't have those on mine because I'm in a different district than you. Oh
0: yeah. Well, maybe, should we come up with, I wonder if there are any, um, uh, in summary, any mnemonics that we can remember. So for H, we want to... Uh,
1: hell yeah!
0: H-, H is for hell yes.
1: H is for hell yes.
0: M is for, my goodness, what a great idea. I love that. N is for no. Easy. And P, P is, is for... for
1: please, please, yes! Please, yes! So, so that guy's head won't explode.
0: <laughs> please, let us align our leases for the city. <laughs> and S is... Uh, Surely no. Surely no.
1: Or
0: or shit never. Shit never. Shit never. Or...
1: Psych! No.
0: (laughs) It's a phonetic S. It's a phonetic (laughs) S. Yes. Or... Um... See, Simply I feel, terrible. I feel
1: psych S Y K E. So for oh, you like, it's phonetic. I for do, me it's
0: phonetic. I just... do it with P-S-Y-C-H. Like I'm 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 psyching you out with my psychic abilities. No,
1: not me. I like uh, I maybe, like the weird
0: uh, Maybe that. it's a classic S-I-K-E situation. What? We really should consult with Shanice. Yeah, Lisa has now me after all this measure talk, Lisa has meandered over to my grain sweetened chocolate from Whole Foods. I
1: was graining. Do
0: you notice it has like we're a grazing. different a different flavor to it?
1: It's really good. It is good.
0: I, I made some vegan um rice crispy treats. What? Wow. And uh, that was they were chocolate chip, and so therefore I had to get the vegan chocolate chips and uh, they're not bad. Actually they're good. No, they're, they're, really they're, good. They're, they're, they're officially good.
1: Uh, they're really good. I would I would not have known.
0: Yeah, they are yeah, they they're they're, they're grain sweetened. Um, much like I feel like you are, green sweetened. Oh my God, sweetened well, by the, the sweetest grain there could be.
1: Uh, corn. Is, is that a <laughs> <Corn>. grain? <laughs> uh, I think corn
0: actually is a grain. It is. It's a staple at the very least. Yeah. Uh, is it a staple? I
1: don't. I don't know. Staple may be more subjective.
0: Yeah, Green... I don't think
1: staple is like an official food term.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, but there is one. I was trying to think. Because I, I consider. Grain...
1: Uh, I mean, I consider coffee a staple, and yeah, not everyone. That's what I was <laughs> like, no,
0: it wasn't. It's not staple. There's a. There's a, Maybe it is just grain. There is like a word. That I think it's grain. F- that is it just grain. I think it's grain. Well, that's gonna be. That's gonna be. I'm gonna that's make the a,
1: next one on the ballot. Yeah, is corn a grain? Yeah. Or, or is corn a staple? I
0: would love to propose a measure. I would love to get a measure of. Like guide. do you
1: walk into Staples and you're like, "Do you have corn?" <laughs> <laughs> a very It's little... a staple of mine. Why isn't it a staple of yours?
0: A very literal interpretation. Um, well, you know what? This has been a very municipally minded... Uh, is municipal really the right word? Not I don't even mi- I don't think so.
1: Measure-minded.
0: Measure-minded. Local-minded. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't live in Los Angeles, I know a lot of this probably doesn't mean anything to you, yeah, but it's it a doesn't. good reminder for wherever you live. It's, it's important to get involved locally, um, oh, even yeah. if it's as simple as just voting. It doesn't mean you have to go and... Put a sign on your yard. I mean, that's always helpful for whatever you believe in. and
1: if you have a yard, I'm so jealous. I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Even a yardstick.
1: Ugh. I mean, if you have a billboard, (laughs) freaking put something on it.
0: But, you know, it's like, you know, it really is important to go out to these things. I remember uh, about eight years ago, I used to live in West Hollywood. And uh, when I wasn't groping all those go-go dancers salaciously, Mm -hmm. um, I lived right behind the standard hotel.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I wrote about this on my blog. Uh, because uh, living behind the standard hotel, one of the perks was being able to go to the standard hotel, and they have the standard hotel has this really fun, lovely pool deck area, but it closes. It would close at like ten, and it was it was crazy. Why couldn't you go at the like go out there after ten? Well, it turns out neighbors had been complaining, and so the the, the standard they had these little mixers. They'd invite the local neighbors to come by and see that they weren't such an evil corporation or hotel. And they were really trying to put pressure on the planning commission, the West Hollywood Planning Commission, to stay open till two a.m. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I have nothing to do. I'm going to go to this planning commission meeting, and I went, and I sat up there and I talked in favor, in support of the standard, and I was, I was, I was feeling good. I was like the first one to speak, and then after me, it was like an hour and a half of like old people, people who didn't even live by the standard, people who were very um, had. Had these ridiculous comments about um, you know I live across from the standard in a condo and I have to keep my blinds down all night because people can see into my into my condo and so if it's open till two a.m. they're gonna see me until two a.m. People like well, these, one woman was said I used to live behind the Mondrian Hotel and it was so loud that I moved and now I'm behind the standard hotel and guess what it's loud also it's people and you're like well why did you move behind there why did you get a condo across from a, a hotel where people could see into you? all this sort of stuff. And it reminded me that, like, gosh, I wish more people like me had shown up at this meeting to get their, have their voices heard, because I think most people would be fine with the standard being open until 2 a.m., and they were just complacent.
1: Yeah. I mean, it all just, you have to participate.
0: You have to participate.
1: I mean, and, like, briefly, I will say, putting this voter guide together, I'm not an expert, guys. Like, I literally, I didn't, I... I consulted a handful of friends of mine who I know to be knowledgeable, intelligent people. I went online. I did some research. I used a bit of common sense. Yeah. And really just empower yourself. Like go out there. I mean, literally I picked like, I have different members of the board of trustees that I'm voting for than you are because I think we're, because we're not, we don't live in the same neighborhood, Mm -hmm. but literally it would just be like, Oh, let me Google this person. There's, nothing on this woman but i see that she is a woman of color boom i'm voting for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you can see who their endorsements are you mm-hmm. know you can see their prison
0: record you're like mm, maybe not you know No,
1: because then if you've had a prison record you are not allowed to do a damn thing in this country yeah <laughs> sad but, true. I, well, yeah. but uh, yeah it's so yeah just do a little do a little research do a little digging Cause it's sad that like people, some people aren't even doing the bare minimum of literally right. like a handful of Googles away, right. you can find out that oh the Co- the Koch brothers are behind this K O C H, and they you know, and you do a little research and figure out who. Just do a little bit of research. To you can also even just look at from. your
0: whatever your, your little sample guide has like analysis. It's really not that hard. And again, even if you just show up to vote, a lot of times when when you show up to vote, they'll even describe what you're voting on right there. Yes. And, you know, there's no rush when you're voting. You can sit there and read it and look at it. You can bring
1: in your research that you've done. It's not hard. Because, yeah, it's not too, too hard. You know, get out there. Make a difference, And please
0: vote down Measure S. Yeah, it's horrible. anything else, just please. It's just like... You're supporting NIMBYism. You're, you're putting back, you'll be you're, you're setting back the clock on Los Angeles. Look how activisty this podcast episode is. It has
1: to be. Everything I do is like activisty now. Well, I'm a pain in the activist. <laughs> Even
0: when she was grazing on the chocolate chips, she actually... I had a sign in my hand. that yeah.
1: I was like, cut it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she that actually sent out doing, a petition. Cut it out. <laughs> she sent out a petition while she was doing that. So Lisa, thanks for coming on and thank and you for educating having me and giving me um, a
1: voice. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, and obviously by the way, you know, this is from this is, you know all these things we're saying is from, from our point of view of what we value and what's important to us. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you know, everyone should just agree with us because that just would make the world so much better. <laughs> but honestly, you got to vote for how you want to vote. Yeah. And, but, but this way, maybe this will, this will inspire you. And if you are fired up against something that we said, then you know, go do the research, but still vote.
1: You too, guys. Get out there.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on, Lisa. That Thank was you for fun having have, like, me. a, it was civic, a minded, civic minded, not not municipal you know, minded, a civic minded podcast episode. Yeah, we did it. Yay! Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Bye, everyone.
1: Bye.